It's time. It is that time. Time for Styles and Watkins. You can join the show by texting 916-339-1140. Find us on YouTube at Sacktown Sports 1140. It's time for Alan Styles and Chris Watkins. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Got you till 2 p.m. Last show of the week. The day before Thanksgiving, hopefully everybody has already gone to the store because it will be a mess tonight. It will be a mess. Chris, getting ready to enjoy your Thanksgiving as well. How are you doing, my friend? Good. Yeah, I'm definitely nervous about all Thanksgiving traffic, whether it be Safeway or whatever grocery store traffic, uh, because like you said, it's it's going to look like the purge in there pretty soon. Or, uh, you know, if you're if you're driving to the Bay Area or Southern California, good luck with traffic uh, this weekend, because it's I I saw a video yesterday. I think it was KTLA posted a video of uh, of the the yesterday's thanksgiving traffic so not looking forward to uh being a part of that no but you got to do what you got to do of course what i don't under i understand why people have to because it's the holiday but i mean it's been a while for me since whenever it is we just try to avoid the the worst dates right i don't really understand and look if you have a if you have a reason for this call in we're, we're going a lot of thanksgiving talk a lot of holiday talk today of course we got your kings talk we have brendan nunez coming in at 11 to do our kings triangle round table situation <laughs> chase senior we had to reschedule he's coming in at 1 30 p.m today to talk niners and eagles a lot of that talk as well with the thanksgiving games coming up but yeah you know so when you see this you look on you look on the news and you see how bad the airport is, right? And it's Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve or the day before Thanksgiving. I just want to know why people to this point still decide, yeah, I'm going to sign up for that. Is it just the <laughs> fact that you don't have a choice? Yes. Definitely. Is that just what it is? Hey, 100%. I mean, I just think, in, in my opinion, because with my wife, we've had to go back east. We've literally just, and I know it's not the same, but- and maybe we've just been kind of lucky to be able to do this, but we're just leaving on Monday. Yeah. We're just leaving on Monday, and then we're just going to do the whole thing. When you, Oh, my goodness, the day before Thanksgiving, it's a complete mess at San Francisco International Airport, Sacramento Airport. Of course it is. Why would you sign up for that? Is it just you don't have a choice? I think a lot of the time, like, speaking personally, like, I'm always somebody, even before I had this on air, mm-hmm. like, I just don't like to take days off work. I think yeah. everybody feels like their work is the most important thing, and it's like, I, I can't take off Monday and Tuesday of right. that week because that's setting up for the week. And then, you know, I, I so I think a big part of it is everybody feels like, well, I have to work the days that – they are forcing me to work and I don't want to use my vacation days to take the extra day off. And so, you know, that's, I think that's what it becomes. And I think that's why like there's heavy Wednesday and Mm. Sunday traffic, but you know, realistically, uh, it's probably a good lesson for us all that, you know, just, just take those days off. I I mean, at the end of the day, the work will be Chris has seen, had me yell at him to take time off. Literally Chris had to yell at me in order to take time off. (laughs) So I'm definitely somebody who would never, I'd be like, you know, even, you know, it's like, I, I, I can't, I can't let my work down. And now now look at you. You're going to be driving to LA in the middle of, in the middle of 
everybody else, and you got Whitey overseas. I know. You got Carmichael Dave hanging out, and look at us. That's why we're the two. Jason, we're the hardest working guys. Yeah. In the radio, Verlade too. Verlade's Verlade supposed to be gone too. right Verlade's now. Verlade's supposed to be gone. The hardest working guys. Come on, all right? Come on. And then you got to turn around, Chris. What What do you feel? You travel the, on Christmas Eve and these crazy times where you know it's going to be a mess. I mentally cannot do it. Absolutely not. Like I can't do it. <laughs> it's got to be on a Tuesday or a Thursday of nothing happening around it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't get it. And even even yeah. even so. A couple when I was doing when I was over at, in the city, right, working in the city with my last gig. A lot of times, based on the timing, I would like to take Bart to not deal with it. But a couple times, based on whatever show it was, I had to drive in, and this traffic is so bad to get over the Bay Bridge. I, I literally, Chris, I'm just trying to figure out who can mentally do this every single day. No idea. I don't get it. Yeah, I do not get it. Strong people, strong people. Because like, I mean, I have, I lose my mind. Like, I, I'm, I'm debating right now. Y'all can definitely help me. I'm trying to figure out if I should leave Sunday morning. If yeah. I should just accept it and sit in ten to twelve hour traffic all day. Because I, I'm not, I'm not built for it. Like the second we're sitting there and I, I look around and I'm just like, oh, okay, no one's moving for a solid two miles. Mm-hmm. I lose my mind. I'm like, let's get out of the car. Let's chill. Let's, yeah. let's just. Let's do hit nothing. the in and out on five. Have you got to hit the in and out on to. on on Highway Five. Yeah, well, well, good luck to you, and I, and, I, and I do wish you the it. best, and good luck to everybody that is traveling today, or dare I say tomorrow. I think they said Disneyland. Is it Thanksgiving or Christmas? Is the best day to go to Disneyland where it's completely empty? Ooh. I'm guessing Thanksgiving. Probably Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Christmas be they got Christmas lights yeah. and. All that stuff. I also heard Vegas, this is the time to go, is Thanksgiving. I'm really? into that. Yeah. I'm into that. And I could see that. You could actually probably get a really good, obviously, you could probably get a really good Thanksgiving meal That's in right. Vegas. And I mean, this week particularly yeah. probably isn't great with all the F1 stuff. I don't know right. if they've taken all that stuff down, but Vegas Thanksgiving is actually a great idea. You're probably not finding a lot of people with, uh, you know, who love their family. I was going to say, it might, it might be a little but, sad, yeah. but if you can power through that, it's probably a great the time. The buffet lines are probably lit. But. Exactly. Exactly. Here you go on from the text line 916-339-1140 from the 408. Happy Thanksgiving. Just, yes. a, just a straight up happy Thanksgiving. Thank you and happy Thanksgiving to you to the 408. We're going to do a lot of Thanksgiving talk, a lot of turkey talk because there will be no no turkey slander on this show and no cranberry sauce slander either. And hopefully no more slander after yesterday of the Kings and their loss to the Pelicans. They get they get a redo. Yep. And it's not very often you get a redo. Yeah. The situation with the Rockets, they lost both games. And the first thing when you go to the broadcast, you hear our own Kyle Draper saying is, okay, they have this circled as to when they're going to play next to try to get their get back. The Kings are in a position where they can get their get back the next night, yep, right? Or right two, here, right now. two nights later. So hopefully the Kings can do that. And on Friday, we'll be talking about the T-Wolves game as well, since we won't be in on Friday. The Kings taking on the number one seed in the Western My Conference, God. the hottest team right now, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, and a Minnesota! team <laughs> And a team that has really figured it out. I think the good thing about this, Chris, is because the Kings, and I'm I'm not trying to go moral victory like you here, because it's not. Uh-oh. It is not. But because the Kings got smacked their last game against the Pelicans. They sure did. It is impossible 
for them to overlook the Pelicans. I would, in theory, yeah, it right. is impossible <laughs> for them to overlook the Pelicans as they get ready to take on the T Wolves because the T right. Wolves are the talk of the town right now. This is the only time I'm going to say it all day. That's what they thought against Houston as well. That's what we all thought against Houston. That's the only time I'm saying it. A little different, though, but go today. on. Only time I'm saying that all day. Um, no, definitely. I mean, today is is the day where they they have a real opportunity mm-hmm. not to try and, you know, blow this into something, make this sound like the Super Bowl, but today they have a real opportunity to make wrong uh, what they did on, on, what was that, Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I, like, tonight is going to determine how we, I think, overall – view this little New Orleans trip, obviously. I mean, I I think that there's still a chance for them to redeem themselves. I think if they win tonight, we can all, uh, you know, just like everyone was trying to tell me yesterday, we can change the narrative to, okay, well, yeah, they they dropped the game, but they were able to bounce back and and show the, the real Kings, please stand up. Um, I, you know, that, that'd be great. That, that'd be awesome. But I'm still very much concerned about tonight. I think, uh, there's obviously some very real problems that that I don't know if fresh legs are going to fix. I still want to see what the Kings are going to do when it comes to stopping Zion Williamson, making life harder for him, and Brandon Ingram as well. Like those guys were were clearly the two biggest problems for the Kings, and both of those guys in two different quarters were able to do whatever they want. And I I kind of don't think that uh, fresh legs is going to be the the fix all for for those problems. So. I'm still a little bit concerned on on what the Kings are going to do defensively tonight, but of course I think the biggest key for everything and, and something we, we kind of didn't talk about a lot yesterday, but shots just continue to not fall in. Mm-hmm. And you can say that as well is attributed to tired legs and three games and four nights, but we've seen just as a blanket, if the Kings don't hit their wide-open shots, they struggle. My, like They look like a completely different team, and – they really haven't won uh, a game this year where the shots haven't fallen. Would you consider, and in terms of stopping Zion, we know there's nobody to stop Zion, just like NBA Street with, what was it, Michael Jordan? You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him, right? Yes, just, just don't let him do what he did a couple nights ago. But would you consider the Kings as one-dimensional offensively? No, I wouldn't say one-dimensional. No, I wouldn't say one-dimensional because I wouldn't say they just shoot threes. I think they are at their best when they hit threes, but I wouldn't say that's the only thing they do well. Yeah. Like, I think De'Aaron clearly, I mean, that fool's a master at attacking the paint. Uh, Sabonis, of course, gets tons of points in the paint as well, but um, I, I think the thing that made them so great last year is they were top 10 in, in efficiency from around the rim, mid range and three point. And we've kind of seen that mid range game die this year. We've Mm -hmm. seen a lot of them trying to get to the paint. And if they can't get to the paint, then it's a lot of just Kevin Herter, Keegan. Can you started getting the float game, right? A little bit. Yeah, definitely. And I think De'Aaron not being there for, for that stretch of games definitely hurt that. I mean, De'Aaron is, Again, a master at getting to the rim, but also his floater game is a nice counter to that as well. So that, that's that been the biggest thing that I've noticed that they just haven't had this year is mid-range success. Because while, yes, in today's NBA, mid-range is the worst shot you can take statistically and points per possession-wise – but you still need to be able to hit it. At the end Not of the when day, Brandon Ingram was shooting that, that's, Yeah, Brandon Ingram, <laughs> Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, even De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. Those guys, their go-to shot, Russell Westbrook back in the day, mm-hmm. their go-to shot is that mid-range jumper. If you can get to that spot, 
it's automatic. So that that's kind of something that the Kings need to integrate uh, into their offense moving forward. Is just re- just not relying on the mid range, but don't be afraid to to take that mid range shot. And, and you don't always have to go all the way to the rim in order to kind of put pressure on the rim. Yeah, nine one six three three nine one one four zero. This is from the nine one six on the text line. Ingram didn't go off when Keegan was covering him. It was in the second half when Keegan was out. Hopefully Keegan is okay to go. If not, hopefully they can get Lyles in to help slow down Zion. That's a great point. I don't know that we will have – we know they're all questionable basically, so I don't know that we will have updates before this show is over, but hopefully we do and hopefully they do play because you're right. Keegan has been that versatile defender and has really helped – the Kings take that next step on the defensive end. Got to get to a break. When we get back, got a fun little game for you. It's not Carmichael Dave and Jason Ross, but, you know, we got a little Wednesday fun day for you as well with a couple games and a couple different thoughts. We'll hear more from you. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacramento has a new tag team in the midday. It's Styles and Watkins on Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Last show of the week. Thank you for joining us all week. And if you're just now joining us, thank you for being a part of the conversation. We will have a King's Roundtable starting at 11.30, being joined by our own Brendan Nunez, Sacktown Sports Kings reporter. Hopefully we will have some updates and just get the vibes right when it comes to the Kings. And we are talking Niners as well as the Thanksgiving football slate a little bit later in the show. Now, I did want to get to something. And the question is, the and now it's trying to kick me out here. I should have took a <laughs> screenshot. Everything needs everything needs a a sign in these days. But my question to you is where do you think Thanksgiving ranks as of as of 2023 mm-hmm. and national holidays? Where does it rank? In terms of like people, like approval rating, like in terms of how people, Not like people say rating. it's their favorite or? Yes. Oh, wait, let me get this, <laughs> get the screenshot. Hold on, let me Bang. grab it. I got it now. Okay, I got the top five ready. All right, Chris, you're part of this. And now I have the whole list. Okay, so they have it broken down into just the percentages and how much how how many people would give it the first place vote or whatever? Ooh, okay. So we're going to start with Thanksgiving and we're going to go down the list or up the list to see where Thanksgiving ranks. And I'll just give you some of the other names as well. You got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got Veterans Day, you got Memorial Day, you got Mother's Day, Father's Day, Easter, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Labor Day, Halloween, New Year's Eve, St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, April Fool's Day. Got them all here. Hmm. So where do you think Thanksgiving ranks on that list? If I had to guess Thanksgiving, it's got to be a top three holiday. I mean, you got the fact that you get the days off and the fact you're eating and there's football as well. I don't know if it's as high as Christmas. I mean, obviously, who doesn't love Christmas? Mm -hmm. I think the only problem with Christmas might be that not everybody celebrates Christmas. And I'm believe i don't know is there is there thanksgiving truthers out there Vlad? 
Like, are there people who feel like Thanksgiving shouldn't be celebrated? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, it's it's definitely you know it's got some problematic roots. I'm sure. But. Yes, which is all of America's <laughs> exactly, holidays. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. Go down the list. Get in line. Um, let's say. I mean, I'm just gonna say. I'll say two. I'll say number two. Thanksgiving's got to be up there for sure. I was going to say second, but I was going to say Memorial Day, I think, would be close. So I'll say Memorial Day second. Where's Thanksgiving? Third. So this is most popular national and religious events in the United States as of second quarter of 2020. I think we're all agreed that Christmas would be. Christmas has to be number one. Winning at 79% is Thanksgiving at number Whoa. 1. What? Number 1. Now guess what is what? number There's a tie wow. for number 2. It's got to be I mean it has to be Christmas. Uh you said Labor Day? I said Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Uh 4th of July. I'll say 4th of July. Tie at 1% less at 78% Memorial Day and Christmas. Hey. Can someone wake me on what what I'm I'm apparently slept? What's what's so great about Memorial Day? That's like that first summer weekend. Okay. Like you get the barbecue and everything Mm. like that. Okay. I mean, it's just one day. Number four. What do we think number four is? (laughs) Um. So we got the heavy hitters out of the way. Uh. Easter is not not a big enough holiday, I don't feel like, in terms of celebration. Fourth of July. I'm going to keep going Fourth of July until it's That's on a there. good one. I'm going to say New Year's. Oh, New Year's. Number that's four, I, don't, I think people just really, really like that random, those r- random Mondays. Number four is Veterans Day. Okay. That's so random. Mm-hmm. Number five. Come on. Come on. Fourth of July? Fourth, I don't know if it's because this is just everyone. Fourth of July is actually not on this list. Wow, that's disrespectful. That's so yeah. I think I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's because they didn't national. Yeah, I don't know why they did. It's like they don't have Cinco de Mayo on here either. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, So take away just not supporting anybody's independence. I I don't know. It's it's Statista.com. Don't come down my road. It's fine. Statista, just no Independence Day for me. What's number five? Cinco de Mayo, Mexican Independence Day, right, Chris? Right, exactly. That's what it is. That's what that's totally what Cinco that's definitely what the fifth of May makes me think of. What's number five? Um it's got to be New Year's then. Yeah, it has to be New Year's. It's not? Man. What is wrong with... St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. God, I'm forgetting. There's so many great holidays. Do you have a buzz <laughs> sound on there? <laughs> it's Mother's Day. Mother's Day? Oh, okay. Mother's Day over We St. love St. our mothers. I love on. my mother. We love. love our mothers. I love my mom. She's a great lady. But that's not... You can't have like, oh, let's all go party on Mother's Day. <laughs> this is most popular. Number six. I feel like popular is. I need to find the definition of popular. Like, no, oh, no, most, this, now we're going. Like, down okay, yeah, hole. every you know. What's number six? <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying New Year's. It's gonna be Chris. jeez. Uh, if it's Mother's Day, I, I'm gonna say Labor Day. I honestly have forgotten. It's all the Father's Day. Um, Father's Day. <laughs> all right, hey. now we know that this list is all a right. sham. There's no number way. seven. There's come no on, way. someone's got to get one right. Come Chris on. actually got Memorial Day. He he Memorial Day. Number seven. Come on. I'm guessing it's not New Year's, so I'm going to have to stop saying New Year's. Um, what are holidays? Halloween. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. People I'm, love Halloween nowadays. I'm going to say New Year's. 
It's Easter. Oh my god. Number saying, seven. This list these is are like all of my okay. All right. right. Yeah. I have to I just have to get through these just keep This is gonna take too long. Number eight. Come on. New I, Year's. I'm gonna keep saying Halloween or New Year's. Martin Luther King Jr. All right. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not gonna argue with that, but come on. Like now, come on. I'm telling you, people love I'll just Look, say the I other love ones. my friend Martin. So that's number eight. Come great, on. great, great, great movie. movie. Great, great movie. piece of cinema. Number that was number eight. Labor Day was number nine. I'm telling you, people love that random Monday off. Yeah. I guess. It changes yeah. everything. You can take many trips, right? So that was number nine. Halloween was number 10. Oh, so it was on the list. It just wasn't. Okay. Halloween was I guess number you don't 10. Get that day off. Say, uh, New Year's Eve was number 11. If you have kids, you don't really care about New Year's Eve yeah, anymore. Yeah, you know what? You got that's, true. that's right. <laughs> After you're about 25 <laughs> to 20s to 30, you know what I mean? It changes for a lot of people. So yeah, I number, don't do New Year's anymore. There you go. That's that number. So that's a cap. That's at number 11. Uh, and St. Patrick's Day was at number 12. Hanukkah at wow. number 13. Oof. Valentine's Day at number 14. People don't like to spend money. <laughs> People do not like to spend <laughs> money. That crazy. was 14. 15, Black History Month. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Get the whole month. Sure, it's a holiday. And yes. 16, April Fool's Day. Yeah, nobody likes April Fool's Day. Nobody How is that even likes. a holiday? Nothing changed. Not, yeah. If you have to... Uh, I think all the lower ones are when you have to go to work. St. Patrick's Day, you got to right. go to work. Yep. Halloween, Halloween, you got to go to work. Right? So <laughs> That's crazy. Actually, Mother and Father's Day, those are always Sundays anyway, right. so it doesn't count the same. Yeah. There you wow, go. What do you think? That's interesting. I think that people, I, I apparently I learned that, yeah, having kids and, uh, you know, yeah, being an adult apparently really does change your view on holidays. Yes. Halloween has a cap yeah. because Halloween just even changes. Even New Year's. Even, I mean, New I thought Year's, New Year's would be no, a nice little sense happy me. medium. No, it makes sense to me. I feel like people would, I guess, you know, Honestly, you got to get though, home to the kids. Before even midnight. before the kiddos, though, once I hit, I don't know. Once I hit late 20s, it was, let's just go to somebody's house and yeah, kick it. for sure. Right? Absolutely. I mean, the Those last the time you went years. out, out, no, right? And once no. once that, it's just it's just a fun time. It's That's not true. really, we're go, we're, how, do you really look forward to New Year's? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I look forward to the New Year's Chris, party. Chris, do you look forward to New Year's? I am in bed by 10 on New Year's. Yeah. I used to love New Year's. I can't remember the last time I saw the actual, like, I'm, the ball drop ceremony. I'm in bed at 10, and I'm awake at 12.01 when all the guns start going off. <laughs> I can't. I love Sacramento. I can't. You know, the reason I love New Year's is because every year my mom makes gumbo. Really? Yes. So okay. that's what Entering you need. Entering the New Year right then. Yes. Okay. That is what you need. And I guess, I don't know if you guys have heard, it's a bad luck, and we're not at New Year's yet, but you're not supposed to go into new, the new year with nothing, with no actual money in your wallet. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that explains a lot. Luck. Let me it's tell bad. you. <laughs> you could have a dollar. You could have a dollar, but do not let the New Year get you. With oh, it's got, I mean, if you are it's going out for New Year's, <laughs> if you're going out for New Year's, that's very hard to. <laughs> don't go to a cash only place because you got or yeah. keep a dollar. It just don't. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like, don't go out. Like, don't go clubbing or yeah. to bars on no, New Year's. Like, that's you. 
Nah, like it's just it's you? too packed. Everyone's got a cover, and yeah. then it's it's like it's then you lost your ridiculous. money. Now you have nothing in your wallet. Exactly. And then at midnight, you're usually waiting in line to get somewhere mm-hmm. instead of actually being in somewhere. Don't just just stay home. Just, just find just, a, find a house. Just find a house. Find a house party. But yeah, Thanksgiving number one. That's so crazy. as far as Americans, they like their time off. They like to eat. Yeah, I guess Thanksgiving you would get the most time off too, right? That's right. Lot, some people get the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. and then you get the whole weekend That's as well. Right. Like, that's so we get the Thursday, Friday. Right. Some people don't get either, but then you're right up against the weekend anyway. Right. So that Friday, even after, even if you have to go to work, is pretty chill. Right. Right. So thanks. Or you it, can Carmichael David and just go Monday, Tuesday, and then well, you get just Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Just don't show you know? up. Yeah. Just, just don't show yeah. up. All right. Got to get to a break. When we get back, that guy in Indiana is doing some things again. Never heard and of him. And one of the most ridiculous, one of the ridiculous scores nba scores you'll have to do a double take and hopefully hopefully it ends this conversation <laughs> about this guy in indiana but the way he's playing right now i don't think it will styles and watkins sacktown sports live and local Styles and Watkins. Watch the show on youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or listen on the Sacktown Sports app. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports taking you up to 2 p.m. Getting you ready for your holiday. A lot of conversations to be had. And the running conversation today, 916-339-1140. You can call in at any time with your take on Turkey. Is it overrated? underrated or properly rated all right i know jason jason ross was talking about frying his turkey we like to go cajun in our house chris is out on turkey a little bit yeah so that's fine just for the most part i mean i go for the dark meat but it's just like turkey in general i just feel like you could do a better meat choice than turkey yeah yeah, and that, like you're doing the tri-tip, like we that's tri-tip. that's revolutionary. Ham. I'm telling you, we you're going to start we got something it all. with that. I think I feel that if I go to Thanksgiving and there's no turkey, like okay, I don't care. It's as long as there's something good no, I, to no, eat. No, 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 no. Come on, <laughs> you have to have turkey. I'm a purist. I just want it for. I don't even care if anybody eats you it. You just want the aesthetic. It has to be there. It's not Thanksgiving. It's just a dinner. So what if there's like a fake turkey there? <laughs> I think I'm in. I think okay. I'm okay fake with that. apples. Yeah. At, uh, like so, like the fake Christmas tree. Like oh, get someone deli, go and grab the fake turkey. Somebody could get deli meat turkey and just slap it on the table, and I say, okay, this is Thanksgiving. Without it, it's not Thanksgiving. It does not make it's sense. just a dinner. It is just a dinner. As we break down the conversation that just. Will not stop because My goodness. Tyrese Halliburton yeah. is a bad man. He is. And we just got to admit sure that. Is. And that's okay. That's okay. And because De'Aaron Fox is a bad man. He but sure what is. Halliburton is doing right now, it's hard to ignore. Yeah. He had 26 points in one quarter. In the third. Yeah, in the third yesterday. Just just in the third quarter, he had 26 points. And I think he was four or four from three. 16 assists. Yeah. 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 He, and he's like I'm that. telling you, man. <laughs> he's been, he's that been like one that. Th- I, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. When I'm, you know, I'm watching and pace. I just got league pass this year, so yep. I'm trying to catch as much as I can. But so I'm still seeing more of Tyrese Halliburton as he starts. And we talked about the the lack of highlight plays with De'Aaron Fox, mm-hmm. right? And Halliburton really isn't that much different. His numbers have just been crazy, right? The crossover from that three-pointer where he yeah. did the double the double cross from yeah. NBA Street and he yanked him <laughs> and just whapped the three. I'm thinking, yeah. 
I think Miles Turner's on the bench with his hands on his head, just like this. I honestly felt like Shaq. I'm sorry, I wasn't familiar with your game. (laughs) It was it was crazy, crazy, man. And then of course, and this is why I feel bad for the Beam regime and the Kingdom and Kings fans and Kings media, all of us here in Sacramento, because when is it gonna stop to where every time Tyrese Halliburton does something? It comes back to the Kings could have had this guy. Never. And and you know what? A lot of people had some good stuff to say to say. The people that are saying this, they never even saw Halliburton and Fox play together. No, 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 no. They didn't. No, they didn't watch a single game of them. And no. they probably also haven't watched the bonus in regular season games. No, they games did not. With the Sacramento Kings either. And it's just, you know, it's whatever. It's it's kind of, the, we. I think everybody in Sacramento kind of knew that this was going to happen. And you know, I, I think that as long as we as a collective mm-hmm. Sacramento kingdom kind of know what, what the facts of the situation are, that, you know, this was never going to be the case in Sacramento. Tyrese was never going to thrive the way he is now if he was still in Sacramento with De'Aaron. Same with De'Aaron. De'Aaron wouldn't have thrived mm-hmm. if Tyrese was still here as well. I, I think that it's, you know, I, and I do feel like for the most part what I see in the Sacramento circle of this conversation mm-hmm. is a very level-headed conversation where yeah. it does feel like there's tons of you know whatever bots out there whatever twitter eggs or whatever mm-hmm. you would call them <laughs> that are out there who are still preaching that yeah the kings are getting finessed oh my gosh lol kings that stuff is just never going to die because from a national perspective or from a i should just say a non-local perspective it's always going to be the kings are just perennially perennially messing up and never getting it right and even here when they think they got it right it's very kings to just still get that wrong and so i I think it's never going to die and forever people are going to say oh do you remember the kings had tyrese halliburton and they just gave him up for for nothing like sabonis is uh you know Freaking Jonas Valanciunas it's not, or something. Well, and you like Jonas. Valanciunas. I do like Jonas, but Valanciunas, but that would but be like, that would be a lot more ridiculous. Yes. And I and I and I get that. And I'm just going here to the because a lot of people because my thing is there should be a lot uh, there should be a lot more uproar. And I know it's different because at this point they are not proven. But I would and I would make the argument to your point. Halliburton was more proven. He was starting to ball with the Kings, but it didn't look like this, right? Because why all of a sudden is it the Kings? The Kings become this, I guess, joke to people. And they even say, hey, that's you know, that's what the Kings get for moving off him. But if I'm looking at this draft, nobody is why is nobody, and I know in circles it happens, but the Warriors yeah. drafted James Wiseman, who yep. can't get time on a team of the Detroit Pistons that would probably lose to the G League again. Playing Marvin Bagley right now over James Wiseman. So and who did and they did not take Lamelo Ball nope. or because, Tyrese or Tyrese because it was a bad fit. They didn't want to deal with his daddy, yep. right? They didn't want to deal with all that. And oh, we want guys. I want to play with this. So and then after that, you and I know Jordan Poole doesn't look good right now, but you 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 decide not to go with Lamelo because of these reasons. You went with James Wiseman, and James Wiseman, God bless him, might be you know Ni Hao. He might be in. <laughs> he might be in China in a couple years. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> he might be. No, he probably will be. No, I mean, for sure. And, you know, that's – I think it's because the Warriors ended up winning a championship, and so they they kind of get the right. last laugh on that. Right. You know, it ended up not killing everything that they're trying to do. But, 
No, definitely. I mean, it, it's not fair. It's it's a very Kings or Sacramento thing to just continually have this thrown back in our face. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 whatever. Again, I, I'm totally fine knowing that it it just it was never going to work out with the both of them. And sure, yes, maybe I know the the counter argument, which has also been thrown out there tons, which we've, we've addressed as well. The Kings chose the wrong guard guy, mm-hmm. you know, take as well. It's whatever. I mean, I, I think that the the more important thing is that, you know, and maybe this is a cop-out answer, but I, I think the important thing is both teams are in a situation yeah. now where they ideally would have liked to be from the result of the trade. The Pacers still need that's more. All that they, and they the, still need more. The Pacers and, are doing anything this season. And what's Tyrese going to look like when that team is winning? And I'm not saying Tyrese is all of a sudden going to suck, but right. I just mean these 37 and 16s aren't going to be happening when that team is in the playoffs or a top whatever seed in the Eastern Conference because he's going to have to sacrifice a little bit more when another star gets there. And also, like, DeMontis Sabotis has the ball in his hands a lot. So I feel like if De'Aaron were in a situation like Tyrese where he's having to have everything flow through him, I truly do believe that De'Aaron Fox would have very similar numbers to what Tyrese is doing. It would just look a little different. Patrick Williams was the number four pick. Isaac Okoro, Onyeke Okongwu, that's not great either. Killian Hayes, Obi Toppin, my guy. I thought I was a GM. Terrible draft. Denny, it was terrible draft. Denny Avdia, yeah. Okay, Jalen Smith, oh my, Devin Vassell, then Tyrese, then Kira Lewis Jr. I've never heard that name in my life. He's on New Orleans, so we might see him tonight at some point if if it's a blowout. Well, maybe. (laughs) And then you got to go all the way down to 19 for Sadiq Bay. Tyrese Maxey was 21. Yeah. 21. So my point is teams make mistakes in drafts all the time. Teams makes mistakes with players all the time. So the Kings aren't any different from anybody else. But I will say this. How about this? To quote unquote mess up and tell them what they won, Johnny. Your consolation prize is an all-NBA player in DeMontis Sabonis yeah. and an all-NBA player in De'Aaron Fox. Yep. But the, somehow the narrative is that, well, you could have had this. Sometimes things are just better in theory than in practice. And I yep. think that I, and maybe they would have figured it out. I don't know. Yeah. But what I do know is that if you're if you want to call it a mistake, cool. There's worse mistakes to make. Absolutely. Plenty of worse mistakes to make. Emmanuel quickly was 25. <laughs> right. Was 20 was 25. Very similar, like you said, Trey Lance to, to the Niners. Yep. Teams miss on picks all the time. Teams make bad decisions all the time. It's How not did, if it breaks you. Yes, did yes. it break you? And all the Kings did was make the playoffs yep. and break their streak yep. of not making the playoffs after all these years. Yep. So And they're still me, set up for success. <laughs> to me, I think people just like to kick teams when not even when they're down but it's yeah. just a fun thing to do and he's putting up video game numbers but you're right very similar to your boy Luca <laughs> I don't know what Tyrese Halliburton's numbers will look like if and when they start winning all right got to get to a break when we get back that score that didn't even sound like a real one Halliburton and the Pacers against the Hawks is it good for the NBA we'll also talk about yeah everybody's favorite flopping Siles and Watkins Sacktown Sports Sacramento has a new tag team in the midday. It's Styles and Watkins on Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m., hoping that you will enjoy your holiday. We have our Kings Roundtable with Brendan Nunez at 1130. 
and that will be Heavy King's Talk. We do have some updates, Chris. Did you want to yes. get to those? Shout out our guy, Chris Biederman, who we talked to yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we know, Chris is out in New Orleans right now with the team on the King's beat right now. And Chris puts out, after today's shoot-around, uh, just a little... I wouldn't call it an injury uh, – we'll call it an injury update, mm-hmm. I guess. Just his mm-hmm. observations. How about that? His observations from uh, shoot-around not spotted was Keegan Murray, who Chris says is unlikely uh, to play tonight with a lower back injury. He said participating in today's shoot-around, however, Trey Lyles, who is expected to play tonight. Wow. I don't know if that's, that's sourced big. or anything. or That's if that, big. That's huge. That's yeah. absolutely massive. Zion, you getting clamped. Come on. No, come on. that's funny, too. Trey, you're back. Now go, yeah, go now guard Zion. Go get that guy. Uh, Chris Duarte and Sasha Vazenkov, both full participants Let's today go. at a at shoot go. around. So it's looking like relative, relatively healthy mm-hmm. for the Kings. Uh, doesn't mention anything about Keon Ellis. I would assume he's going to continue to be out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Keegan Murray – kind of it makes sense i mean with lower back you don't want that to you know that thing no. can and he sat out so a, he, he sat out a game last year i believe also with lower yes, back soreness yes. and so, you, you really don't definitely want to not. mess with that definitely not at so all. you know it, it seems like uh also uh Biederman, you know posted a video with it as well where you can see you know the guys wearing the specific colored pennies and things like that and uh, it looks like Chris Duarte is wearing the uh, same color jersey as the other starters. So it mm-hmm. seems like tonight might be Chris Duarte starting in the place of uh, Keegan Murray. So Fox, Herter, Duarte, Barnes, and uh, Sabonis might be the starting lineup tonight. We had so many conversations at the beginning of the season about Chris Duarte and would he be right. the backup point guard? And where is Davion Mitchell? And it's so funny because that is just a part of sports talk, whether you're a fan or whether you are in the media, because we have all these conversations and just the slog of the season really deems all of that unnecessary because nobody's going to be healthy. I know the Kings were very healthy last season, but nobody's going to be healthy all season. Everybody's going to get a turn. Everybody's going to be cold. Everybody's going to be hot, right? You need your your main guys to stay hot for most of the season. But here is Chris Duarte, who just last week, we couldn't find him on the bench, right? right? And now, all of a sudden, you need him to play pretty well tonight to get this victory against a Pelicans team that are going to try to smell some blood here in the yeah. water and w- without Keegan Murray. And But I would say if you're looking at the two rosters pound for pound, if those guys do play, the Kings should expect to come out – to come out of here with the victory if they take care of business. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Duarte is a guy who, you know, in that starting lineup, he we've seen his physicality defensively for mm-hmm. better or for worse. Watch the hands. Watch the I hands. I know, yeah. Just, just got to watch the hands. I, I think it's pretty I, – if I had to guess, I mean, the, they'll probably continue to put HB on Zion. Mm. That means Duarte is probably going to have to pick up that Brandon Ingram role. And, yeah, Keegan – the text line's been on it. The the YouTube chat's been on it. But Keegan did really, really well to, to slow down uh, – uh, Brandon Ingram or keep him at bay at least for that first half and then yeah instantly when Keegan checks out for that second half and doesn't play we see Brandon Ingram go absolutely nuts so it's going to be big on Duarte to play yes play good defense but also the key is to not do what we've seen him do in just about every time he stepped out there he cannot get into foul trouble tonight because they don't I mean they have they thankfully have Trey Lyles as some be- bench depth at that forward position right. but there really isn't many other guys to go. They can throw Kessler Edwards out there, though Kessler Edwards is who they put in for Keegan. We saw that wasn't successful. So 
I'd be surprised if Kessler is going to get a lot of minutes tonight. I would assume a lot of those minutes are going to go to Trey, but Duarte has to be able to play 30 or so minutes tonight. Uh, it, not if they want to have a chance, but that like if you're building the the recipe for what a Kings win looks like, I would have to imagine Chris Duarte is going to have to be out there for a long time. Much like we discussed the as we were messing around earlier and talked about the most popular holidays yeah. and the definition of popularity, right? I asked you a question about the dimensions of the Kings offense and if you thought that the Kings offense was one-dimensional. Now, again, I would say that that depends on your definition of one-dimensional. Absolutely. One-dimensional, to me, doesn't necessarily mean that they only shoot threes. It means that they have a game plan, and it's hard for them to break away. Now, I guess the counterpoint would be, well, how many teams can really do whatever they want if the game plan breaks down? But I would say that the Kings can be a bit one-dimensional, their dimensions have layers, but it's we're gonna try to we're gonna try to bang with you down low with Sabonis. Mm-hmm. We're gonna let De'Aaron Fox do his thing, and the I guess it's the others. We're just gonna chuck up threes. Right. The question is how different is that to any other team? If you sure. use the the Lakers for example, it I guess you have LeBron and AD, but it's LeBron and AD are gonna do their thing. Everybody else is Rui Hachimura and, right. and Austin Reeves kind of can do other things, but. Mostly we're going to chuck up threes. Right. So maybe it's not a matter, but wh- I just, why does it feel like the Kings don't have that counterpunch yeah. when their shots aren't falling and some other teams do? I guess that's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. I think it's because the Kings offense is pretty much predicated on creating those threes. Like mm-hmm. when you talk about a team like the Lakers, their goal is to run a pick and roll with AD and Braun or feed AD in the post or have Braun drive the lane that collapses the defense, which then leaves the shooters open to take those threes. The Kings, however, run a system where every like the whole point is mm-hmm. it's you know, the, the Lakers have that counter of the initial thing is AD post up right. LeBron at the rim. The Kings are literally running their motion, running their offense to get those open threes. So it is, right. it's kind of like a kind of, I guess what you're saying is the Kings first and foremost are looking for the three yeah. and then hoping that looking for that three or hunting that three creates some confusion and maybe allows a backdoor cut or something mm-hmm. like that. Where, yeah, I, I, in that sense, the Kings are a little one dimensional in the sense of if the three isn't falling, mm-hmm. like you're saying, What's next in the game? Do you have a counter in your game plan to go yeah. to? Because you can't bank on shots falling every single night. Just, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to run into nights like Monday where you're tired. You're going to run into nights where you just aren't hitting shots because it's not your night. You can't rely solely on that. And I think the point that you're you're getting at is, okay, Kings don't hit shots. Does that just mean they lose the game? Like, right. is it as blanket and simple as that? Kings don't make shots. They don't win. Because that's not how it should be. You should be able to have multi-layers, and that's something we were talking about early in the season. I I thought the Kings were showing different ways of winning, but it seems like they've kind of reverted back, and I don't know if it's for better or worse, but it seems like they've reverted back to their offense of last year, which was heavily predicated on three-point shots and knocking them down at a high percentage, which they aren't this year. No, and when they did, that's why, what was it, when everybody went, in Fuego against the, was it the Cavs when it was Keegan and yeah. Herter for yeah. the combined for 11? That's why we call it the best game of the season, sure. But at the same time, there are arguments for other games because that game almost felt like an outlier, right? right? How, how Is that the best game? Yeah, but 
you're going to go to the, the same way, to be completely honest, we got to get to a break. The same way you, you burn the, you don't burn the tape on a win like that, but the same way you say, hey, guys, this isn't us right. for this game against the Pelicans. You could also say, hey, guys, we're probably not going to sure. shoot like this. So we can look at the looks. But we can't. Let's just do this every game. Let's right. just let's just do this every game because it's just not that simple. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, more turkey talk, and we will talk about the Thanksgiving slate. Which game you are most excited for? Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports.